so far, we've learned about how needs are biologically wired, why they're important across work and personal life, and how to take inventory. After we identify an unmet need though, what do we do with it? How do we speak up about it? How do we get it met? In this section, we focus on reclaiming agency and taking action to meet our needs. Before we jump in, let's pause just to orient around what we mean when we say agency. You can look this up, of course, in the dictionary to educate on the formal definition, but in layman's terms, how I like to think about agency and how we're orienting our conversation today is that agency is our sense of autonomy. It's our brain and body sense of trusting and knowing that we have the ability to take action, to resource ourselves, to have influence over what we do in life. Okay, let's start our conversation around how to take action to meet our needs. Here are our top five tips to offer. First, take inventory daily. If this is a new practice, start small and consistently. This can be as big, as long as dedicating five to 10 minutes using the checklist we just walked through, or it can be as quick as spending 30 seconds asking yourself what would feel nourishing right now. Secondly, start small and prioritize the pause. Once a day, set a timer or maybe tie to a daily routine to pause for just one to two minutes, check in and try to meet just one need, whether you're taking one very long exhale, whether you're taking three deep breaths, maybe you're just refilling your water, standing up to stretch, or maybe you're getting your lunch delivered or asking someone to do a favor for you. Orient again around what would feel nourishing right now, remembering there's no one-size-fits-all answer. Some days it might feel nourishing to get active and move. Some days it might feel nourishing to rest and be still. Third, there's no such thing as balance. There's just priorities. The phrase work-life balance can be a tricky one in our opinion because it infers that we should have equal focus across work and personal life. Sometimes that can be realistic, but a lot of times it isn't. And that'll leave us feeling defeated and unmotivated to even try for balance. Instead of balance, I'd offer to reframe to priorities. When you can't spin all the plates in the air, prioritize the ones to keep in the air and the ones you let fall. Otherwise, it's just chaos, void of intention or order, and plates will come crashing down regardless of your input. At the start of each day and week, ask yourself, what are your priorities? Organize and reorganize your task list and your calendar commitments by priority and speak up to ask for help when you need it. Some weeks work is a priority and maybe that means you need to ask for childcare help from a partner, friend, or an iPad. <laughs> Some weeks family is a priority and maybe that means you need to set hard boundaries to log off right at 5 p.m. and push anything else to the next day. Some days you don't have help and you do just actually have to get it all done. In that case, what 30 seconds can you give yourself to pause and take three deep breaths to soothe your nervous system out of fight or flight for just a moment? What adjustment can you make in the near future to ensure you're still taking care of yourself? 
What changes can you work towards in the long term to have less days that felt like today? Fourth, clarify need and impact. When you need to ask for a need from someone else, get clear on the need and the impact if you don't get that need met. Consider framing this as a collaborative request for help or partnership so it can feel more communal and can help quell any nerves you have of seeming too demanding. Or you can say, can you help me work through this? Using these phrases can really help you put into tangible practice what it's like to ask for your needs. And again, staying clear and communicating need and impact will give you a structure to be able to do so. Fifth, reward and reinforce. Your brain needs this to make any new habit stick. Spend five seconds to intentionally focus on how positive it feels to meet a need when you've asked for one and when it's been met. Share the win with a friend or find an accountability buddy to help work on and reinforce behavioral change with each other. Let's end with a note on reclaiming your agency. A lot of times when our needs have gone unmet for a long time, whether just in recent times or throughout our entire lives, it feels like we're out of control and have no agency or power to change our circumstance. It is true we don't have full control of everything that happens, but no matter what, we do have agency on how we act, what we do, and how we respond. However, it can be easy and understandable to lose sight of that agency sometimes, especially when we are in fight or flight in some flavor of stress or anxiety. No one can know what you need like you do though. No one can make you a priority for yourself either. It's work that each of us has to learn to do ourselves. It's understandable to feel helpless, but you have to find a way out, whether that's through self-work and resources like these or through work with your own therapist or medical professional. I know there can be stigma in working with a therapist or a mental health professional because we don't wanna feel weak or like something's wrong with us, but here's where I'll offer a reframe. Working with a therapist or medical professional is seeking the help of an expert in a really important part of our life. Reframe it as the way that we seek the help of experts in all the other important aspects of our lives. When it comes to physical health, we seek the expertise of a doctor or a medical professional. When it comes to our finances, we'll seek expertise from a financial advisor or from formal education. When it comes to our careers, we'll seek advice from mentors or leaders. It shouldn't be stigmatized to need to seek expertise when it comes to mental health too. We wouldn't look at someone who is having a heart attack and say, oh, you're so weak, you should really get through that on your own, you don't need a doctor. And that's sometimes how I see the stigma when it comes to mental health. And that's just something I would offer you when it comes to the investment in our self-work around mental and emotional wellness, whether that's through working through, again, resources like this on your own or investing in partnering with an expert outside. 